Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. In this episode, I'm excited to share with you a recent story about how I tore my meniscus in my knee doing the stanky leg on the dance floor, <laughs> which is probably a sign that I'm turning into an old white man that shouldn't be dancing that low to the flow. But the main reason of this episode is to share with you what can you do when your value and self-worth is so tied up around one specific thing and that one specific thing continues to get taken away from you, I want to be sharing with you the three action steps that I'm currently processing through for me to try and rechange this pattern. Welcome to the Dr. Jordan Fairley podcast. This show is for people who are ready to implement immediate actionable strategies and insights in health, business, and life. Inside each episode, I'll share with you my biggest aha moments, stories, and interviews to introduce new ways to reframe your current situation and reclaim your life. I'm your host, Dr. Jordan Fairley. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. In this episode, I want to share with you something that is current. It's real. It's raw. It's how I'm feeling in this moment. And the reason why I wanted to share this with you is for two main reasons. The first one being that I know that if I start to vocalize my current feelings, emotions, and processes, I'll get a better understanding of why I feel the way I feel and also start to get a better understanding of the patterns that I've developed throughout my life that continue to express in depression and irritability and anger every time I get injured. The second main reason is because the whole purpose of this podcast is to give you valuable insights and immediate actionable strategies so you can start to recognize the patterns in your own life and hopefully start to create the change that you're hoping for in your life. And so the topic for today's podcast is what do you do if your self-worth is so tied up around one specific thing and that one specific thing continues to get taken away from you? If you listen to the last podcast where I shared with you the three main lessons that I've learned by never becoming an All-American, you probably started to pick up on a trend. And that trend was the continuous injury after injury after injury that I suffered throughout my collegiate running career. And apart from this continuous season ending injuries that I sustained, because I didn't even share all of them, I've had multiple other physical traumas in my life that took me away from the things that I love so much, including driving off a cliff, whiplash on my neck, sciatica down the leg, broken ribs, other broken ribs that took me away from being able to practice in my chiropractic business. Every single time I get hurt, I feel depressed, I feel lonely, I become irritable towards my wife and family and friends, and this just happened recently. So two weeks ago, I was in Austin, Texas for a bachelor party, which was awesome, and what we were doing was we went out to downtown Austin to go out for the night. So we get out there around 10 p.m. We're hit up this bar, first bar of the night. And we get to this bar and it's completely packed. Every single person, <laughs> it seems like in Austin, is at the place. And every single person is not dancing on the dance floor. 
And so we get around, we do a couple laps, and eventually I get find my well on the dance floor. And all of a sudden, a Bay Area hyphy song comes on. I'm like, all right, this is my song. I'm about to get down and get everybody in this place starting to jump around. So if you have ever been to a wedding with me, if you have seen me dance, you know that I am the stinky leg world champion. So I started to get down into the grooving, feeling the music, feeling the vibes, and I eventually make my way down into a stanky leg position. So for my athletic training uh, <laughs> performance specialists out there, I was full-fledged valgus knee collapse, so butt nearly on the floor, knees caved all the way in, so my feet are out, knees almost touching the ground, getting it, feeling the groove, and then all of a sudden, pop, my knee pops, and it feels like I got stabbed in the leg with a knife on that inside border of my knee. And so I got up, I started walking around, I was like, oh, that did not feel very good. And I walk around, do a couple more laps, hobbling around, but it starts to feel a little bit better, a little bit better. And next thing I know, everybody in this place is dancing. So the goal of the getting down on the dance floor worked. However, the next day when I woke up, I was literally unable to move my leg. I couldn't straighten out my knee. I couldn't walk down the stairs from a place that we were renting by the lake. I couldn't straighten my leg or rotate it in. Thankfully, I had six other chiropractors there. So, the, so they did a bunch of orthopedic evaluations. And what they were finding was that either I tore my meniscus in my knee or I tore or strained my MCL. But because it was so inflamed, they couldn't exactly pinpoint exactly which one it was. But either way, I couldn't walk. I couldn't squat. I couldn't get down. It hurt to move or do anything. And I had to start in the chiropractic practice again that next Tuesday. So for these last two weeks, I've been dealing with excruciating knee pain. And I've still been practicing. I've still been seeing people, but it's been altering how I do side posture adjusting. So adjusting people's low backs and pelvises, it alters how low I can squat down for adjusting people's necks. I'm not doing any of the crazy stuff still where I'm jumping up on tables and lifting up people's skulls and all the cool stuff that helps bring people more life per moment in the adjustment. And it has also not allowed me to do a lot of the things that I love doing. I'm so active. I get so much love and joy and meaning and purpose and value from running and biking and swimming and being in the outdoors, connecting with nature. And I literally can't do any of this stuff. Like I'm trying to go down to the pool and do some bicycle kicks. I'm trying to do some rehab, get into some deep squats with some weights and bands and starting to go through the process. And it's hurting so bad, man. And it's like even trying to sleep at night is hurting. And so with this, I'm becoming irritable. I'm becoming anxious. I'm becoming uh, angry and I'm becoming depressed. And so we had part of this, uh, this discussion come up in our Kairos Presence Mastermind. So this mastermind group of 12 other people that we're doing every Tuesday. And I brought this up. I was like, man, I'm struggling right now. Like, I am not happy. Like everything business-wise is going great. The family and with my wife is going great, but I'm becoming irritable. I'm starting to lash out. I'm not finding joy in so many other things in my life. And they started to pose the question, why? And so even if you resonate with one thing so far, I want you to think about this. Why do you feel the way you feel? And so I've started to ponder this question. It's like, because I'm freaking hurt. 
and they ask the question, why is your joy so tied up around your physical ability to perform or your physical health? (laughs) Damn. And I look at it and it's like every single time I've been hurt over the last few years, every time I'm not able to run, every time I'm not able to bike, if I got hurt or I'm not able to go in the chiropractic practice, I'll find, try and satisfy my joy through other things. So I'll start eating sweets and ice cream or I'll buy myself a laptop thinking that if I buy something, that'll make me feel better. And it never works. I just walk around my house moping with my running sucks t-shirt on and I start to lash out. And so I've been pondering this question over the last week. And the reason why I want to bring this up is because I started the process of looking at my life from as long as I can remember. And I can tie a lot of this back to my childhood, my upbringing, and my modeling. And so the big thing I want to bring up with you guys today is the process that I'm trying to go through is the process of acknowledgement. So I fully understand and believe that the first step to healing is awareness and acknowledgement. I was aware that every single time I get hurt, I become irritable, I become depressed, I start to lash out and I become not as joyful of a person anymore. And so now I'm starting the process of acknowledging where these patterns have arisen. And I look at my life through my entire upbringing. I, my life has really revolved so much around my physical ability to perform, even from a very, very young age. Like I was in, I was a kid in six to eight sports at a time. Like my mom was bringing me to soccer practice and then bringing me to basketball practice in the same day. I was doing so many different sports. And because I was such a small individual, like literal physical height and weight, like I was only five feet tall. I think we lied on my freshman basketball roster form saying that I was five feet tall. I was the smallest guy in our school, but I could perform. I was super good at sports. I was really good at anything athletic, any type of little lawn game or skill or anything that included a ball or running. (laughs) I was super good at it. And so I, my value that, that I saw in myself and that I thought that others saw in me from such a young age was that even though I was small, even though I was a shy kid, I wasn't the most popular kid. I could physically perform just as well or better than anybody else that I surrounded myself with. And so I got a lot of meaning from my physical ability to perform. And so every time I lose that, I lose this self identity that I developed as a little kid. And I'm starting to acknowledge that. The next big piece is the modeling. And so I recognize that my dad and my grandpa, every single time that they get hurt, they become depressed, they become irritable, they start to lash out, they let things build up, their brow starts to furrow, and they start to say things that they wouldn't otherwise start to say. So for example, if my dad hurt himself at the track trying to move some pole vault pits, all of a sudden he thinks that that's the state that he's going to be in for the rest of his life. He gets angry, gets depressed. He starts to say things like, I'm not going to be able to to run ever again. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do all these things that I love doing. And my grandpa, same thing, 94 years old, he fell and had a total hip replacement. And up before this, he was playing tennis every single day. And after he had a total hip replacement, he started to say things like, well, 
that's it. I'm probably going to die in the next three to six months or, well, I don't really care what you guys do with the house because I'm not going to be there anyways. And so he started to go down this cycle of depression and thinking that he wasn't even going to be able to live. The reality is he got back on his feet and was playing tennis within six months of having a total hip replacement at the age of 94. But why did he go down that cycle? Now, I can't say why my dad goes down that cycle or why my grandpa goes down that cycle, but I know that if that was the what I am modeling after because that was my example of how to express my emotional state and my understanding of my value to the world every single time I get hurt, then of course, I am going to model after that and have the exact same response. And now, just this week, the, now that I'm able to start to go through this process of acknowledging where these feelings originally come from, starting to process why I feel the way about my feel and how I uh, see myself as being of value to others starting from a young age and become because of sport, now I have an opportunity for change. And so what I want to bring up for all of you is that that's the biggest thing. It, by just at least having the awareness of why you express yourself in the ways that you express yourself when your thing is taken away from you. For me, that is my physical ability to perform every time I get injured. For you, it's probably something else. Why do you feel the way you feel? Start to trace back every single time you've felt that in your life. And from there, what I'm starting to go through the process of now is starting to have this conversation with others. And every single time I have this conversation with others, it is vulnerable. It is shedding light on how I feel, which is not something that most men in our society do since we're taught as men to de-express de uh, ourselves, not express our true authentic uh, feelings and, and not to be vulnerable. But every single time I become vulnerable, every time I share this stuff, people start to express the value that they see in me. And so it's starting to bring up other things that I never even thought about. And I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I'm good at this thing, but I don't see that as being something of value to others. And so the more conversations I'm starting to have about this topic and how I feel about it with other people that are close to me in my life, they're starting to tell me other ways that they see myself as being valuable. And so that is a step. And also starting to now write down all the other things that bring me joy, all the other things that I'm good at, all the other things that I spend my time doing on a daily basis that brings me value. And by having those written down, by going through that process, even though I'm currently hurt in the moment and I'm not able to do the thing that I love to do, I can still have this list and revisit the things that also bring me value in my own life. So that first step is awareness. The next step is the acknowledgement. And the third step is to start to have these conversations and start to write down the things in your life that you see yourself being of value as well. So that anytime you get hurt or anytime that thing is taken away from you and you're not able to do that thing that you find value in, you have something that you can revisit and hopefully you'll be able to break that cycle, that pattern of going down the same expression of hope, of loneliness or depression or being bitter or being angry and lashing out at others like I know I have. Because I know that even if I do all of the things right in the future, I'm probably going to get hurt again. 
And do I honestly want to express myself with my friends, with my loved ones, with my wife, with kids? Do I want to express anger and bitterness every single time I get hurt? Hell no. Hell no. That is not what I want. And so I'm ready to break that cycle. I'm ready to start to express my value to the world in other ways other than my physical activity. Hope you're able to get some value out of this. I hope you're able to start to utilize those three steps that I'm currently going through. If this resonates with you at all, please let me know, drop a comment, share this episode with somebody. And if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor, this is a brand new episode. If you wouldn't mind rating this five stars and subscribing, it takes five to 10 seconds. And I know that otherwise you're probably just going to go on to the next thing. So before closing out of this, will you take the five to 10 seconds, rate this, subscribe. And I look forward to the next episode where I'll able to share with you more valuable insights and actionable strategies for you to get more out of life and start to change your patterns and habits so that you can change your life. Thank you guys. Hope you have a great day. Till next time.